Welcome to the Mike Litton Experience Podcast. Mike has over 31 years experience in real estate, finance, and investing. He's passionate about being a father, a teacher, a realtor, an investor, and a leader. Everyone has a story, and our passion is to help them tell it. And now, introducing the host of the Mike Litton Experience, Mike Litton. So on the eve of the 1992, we're going back a few years, on the eve of the 1992 presidential election between George Herbert Walker Bush, they call him 43, you know, 43rd president of the United States, and Bill Clinton, the governor of, at the time, the governor of Arkansas. On the eve of that presidential election, I was in a call room in San Marcos, California with the Republican Party, and there were 44 other people in that call room, and we were all on the phone calling the calling Republican uh, voters, registered voters within the, for the Republican Party, to re- remind them that the next day was election day and that we were counting, we're reminding them, number one, and number two, we were counting on their support. So I had made several phone calls and I got, I got on the phone with this lady. She was older. She was probably in her 70s. And I, and I, and I said to her, I said, you know, we're just calling, to, I, Mike Litton, I'm calling for, on behalf of the Republican Party. I just wanted to remind you that tomorrow is, 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 um, is voting day or tomorrow is election day. And we're looking forward for your support for uh, George Herbert Walker Bush, our 43rd president, to reelect him. And she said, you know, son, for 40 years, I've voted Republican. And I'm not sure I'm going to this time. And I stopped for a second and I said, well, do you mind if I ask why? And she said, yeah. She said, we're in the middle of a $500 billion savings and loan crisis. And according to the Clinton campaign, they've made it sound like that George Herbert Walker Bush, who was the vice president at the time, who was, the, who was in charge of FISLIC, the Federal Savings and Loan Insurance Corporation, that he was asleep at the wheel. And that's why we have this $500 billion savings and loan crisis. And I asked her, I said, do you mind if we take a few minutes and I actually explain to you what actually has happened? Now, let's make a note real quick. This was true. that The Clinton campaign had, uh, had made this, had, had said this, and the Bush campaign felt like it was beneath them to respond. Here's the thing we learned from Donald J. Trump. You need to respond to everything. Now, you don't necessarily need to respond as vehemently as he does, but you need to respond to everything because the American voter, if you don't respond, they take it to be true. So you want to respond to everything and you want to make sure that you articulate your platform and what you're going to do should you be elected and or reelected. Okay. So I said to her, I said, how about if we just take a couple of minutes and I explain to you what happened? She said, I'd love to hear this. Nobody from the Bush campaign is talking about it. And she was right. They weren't. To their fault, they were not. And I believe, by the way, that's one of the reasons they lost the election. So here's the deal. And this is what I explained to her. In 1981, Congress passed the Tax Reform and Economic Recovery Act of 1981. In there, there were a number of incentives to help us get out of the recession we were in. We were in a recession that was just, it was really rough. And to get us out of this and to get us back to where we were growing again as an economy, they put several things in that legislation that gave business and specifically investors incentives to buy property. One of them was what's called ACRS or Accelerated Cost Recovery System. You could take the depreciation you would normally get on on an apartment building that was 27 and a half years and you could shrink it down to seven years but you had to buy a property in order to do that. So after the 1981 Tax Reform Act and Economic Recovery Act was passed and signed into law, 
after that, then you had to go buy. So imagine what happened. People that had money came out of the coffers and they started buying. There were people from other from other countries that were buying because real estate all of a sudden in, in U.S. was super, super hot. And I'm talking commercial and residential. And our economy grew at a, at a, at a pace that we haven't seen since or, or before. This literally was the single greatest period of economic growth in our nation's history. So I explained to her, I said, look, all this happened and our savings loans loaned a ton of money and they actually got into the business of participating. They were allowed to participate in the, in the large projects that they were financing as equity partners. And then what happened is in 1986, the Democratic controlled Congress passed the Tax Reform Act of 1986 and our lame duck president, President Ronald Reagan, I love him, this is not a criticism of his, but he signed that Tax Reform Act didn't, and he didn't feel like he had any choice. He signed the Tax Reform Act of 1986, which retroactively removed ACRS. And every single master appraisal in this country was null and void that night. Literally had to be redone the next day. That took the, took the, the economy, our real estate economy, and specifically commercial real estate, sought it off the knees. So we literally have the savings and loan crisis we have today because of those laws that were passed and that retroactive removal of that incentive to buy commercial real estate. At the end of that conversation, she thanked me for, for calling her and she thanked me for explaining this to her and she, was, and she decided she was gonna vote for George Herbert Walker Bush the next day. I said, congratulations on your decision. I hung up the phone. I looked up and realized that I was getting a standing ovation from all 44 people in the room. And the lady at the, in the corner that was checking everybody in, her name was Barbara, she wagged her finger at me and said, come here, young man, come here. So I went over to her desk and she said, you, that was an amazing thing you just did. You're going to be a guest tonight at 7 o'clock on the Mike Reagan show. Ronald Reagan's son had a, had a nationally syndicated talk show that he did every night. And she said, and you and Mike Reagan are going to tell the nation what you just told that lady. And I said, great, I'll do it. So I jumped on it at seven, I think it was just, just right after seven o'clock. They were in their news break at the time. Called the number she told me to call. I called from my office phone. Um, I called the number that she, that she told me to call and I got on the phone with Mike Reagan and Mike Reagan and I for the next 30 minutes told the nation what, what I had just told that lady. And that was one of the coolest things. It was my first interview on the radio. It was one of the coolest things that's ever happened to me in my lifetime. And it was just one of those things that takes place when you give back to the community and you give back to the community with passion, people notice and they end up putting you on a nationally syndicated talk show and you're in your early 20s. Okay, pretty heady stuff. Listen, this was another episode of the Mike Litton Pot Experience Podcast. This was Mike time. I hope you enjoyed it. I'll see you on the next episode. We hope you enjoyed another episode of the Mike Litton Experience. If you did, do us a favor, smash that subscribe button, tell your friends, family, and coworkers about our program, and wherever you get your podcasts, please leave us a rating. It helps us to connect with quality people just like you. And that's a wrap. Another episode of the Mike Litton Experience in the books. Reach out to Mike on Instagram at Litton Realty. Want to meet with Mike? Check out calendly.com slash Rio 760.